going to review with you this month's Harvard Caps Harris Poll uh, findings of 2006 registered voters conducted January 12th to 14th. Very important days in uh, American uh, history. Uh, if we take a look at it and we start to look at the approval ratings uh, and the mood of the country, no question that more people see the country as on the wrong track right now. 63% say that the country is on the wrong track. Only 27% say the right track. I don't know if you could blame them given the economy, given the virus, given impeachment, given the turnover of the government and all of the chaos that's associated with it. Uh, so no surprise there. Uh, I suspect that things will improve once there is a new administration. Right track, wrong track in the economy declined here as well. Pretty sharp drop on right track from 36 to 29 and wrong track up from 52 to 58. So renewed concern about the economy underscores where the American public is. Similarly, this is reflected in a question we ask, uh, do you think the economy is strong or weak? 45% say strong, 55% say weak. Uh, when you do it that way, fingers, fingers, figures don't look as dire as they did in the two previous questions. But let's just say that most of America sees the country as drifting and off on the wrong track right now. President Trump's approval. Well, given that President Trump has been impeached after the uh, incredible uh, remarks that were made uh, on the Capitol Hill that, that were seen widely as inciting uh, violence, uh, his approval rating drops, but really only drops a couple of points from 49 to 47. Uh, I expected there would be more impact on it, but somehow the public has divorced condemning uh, his actions uh, in the rally and what he said from the general job that they thought that he did as president. He still got 56 and 58% ratings on the economy and stimulating jobs, 55% approval on fighting terrorism. Where he declined was obviously in responding to civil disorder, where his rating went from 49 to 44%. That's the biggest single change in terms of ratings, but even that is a relatively small change considering that the impeachment and, and all of the actions that followed what he said and did. GOP approval, well, in the face of all this, the GOP looks like a somewhat divided party and they lost six points of favorability or approval. They went from 49 to 43. So they certainly became big losers uh, in the last month, whether it was not approving the stimulus checks, losing Georgia, or having the, or objecting to the election results, uh, or the riots instigated or in, incited by the comments that, that uh, President Trump made. Who knows what, whether which is the case, but they did go down six points after being in a virtual tie with the Democrats. Uh, the Democrats, on the other hand, had a 48% rating, stayed exactly the same, do not appear to be disunited, appear to be ready to welcome a new president uh, into office. What would you say is the most important issue facing the country today? We let people select three, uh, and up to the top comes the virus, 50%. 
economy and jobs, 30%, healthcare, 26%. Following that, race relations, corruption, civil disorder, terrorism, much smaller numbers. The big three in terms of issues, the virus, economy, healthcare. We then looked at the favorability of major figures in the country. Barack Obama continues to have a 55% favorable. <laughs> That's the highest favorable of any political figure. Now that shows you the extent to which America is divided and doesn't like its political figures that even a generally well-liked former president is only getting 55%. Joe Biden gets 53%, an increase for him of several percent. Uh, as he takes office, Kamala Harris, also an increase to 47. Mike Pence, pretty good rating at 45. Donald Trump, 44. Nancy Pelosi, 39. Hillary Clinton, 38. Chuck Schumer, 34. AOC, 33. Mitch McConnell, 2754. Really unpopular rating very, even more unpopular now than Nancy Pelosi, though the public likes neither uh, of these uh, political figures. Uh, Josh Hawley, somebody we haven't had before, 2529. Uh, obviously, he's been the center of some controversy, uh, but those ratings are sort of are okay, not terrible. <clears throat> then we looked at a number of uh, tech companies and institutions. And we found the military is the most beloved at 8011, but Amazon 7220, an image nearly as close. The police now have recovered a lot of their image. They're at 7220. Google is at 6923. The CDC 6621. The FBI 6324. US Supreme Court 5925, which I consider to be a good rating considering all of the political controversy uh, that has been generated around the Supreme Court appointments, about the same as the CIA, 5923, and the NSA, 5720. Department of Justice, a little lower, at 5428. Black Lives Matter stabilized at about 47%. They had been as high as 55 uh, and 41% unfavorable. But... Facebook is at 45.46. Twitter is at 37 approved or favorable and 47 unfavorable. Those are pretty bad numbers for any company. So Twitter really is kind of way down. Parlors 28.29. China is at 18.23 and Antifa 17.55. So, so <clears throat> those with the best ratings right now the military, Amazon, and the police, those with kind of the worst, uh, Twitter, uh, Twitter, and uh, uh, really is probably the single worst, of, you know, with ch uh, China, but China's a foreign uh, country. Uh, let's take a look at the voters' assessment of who won this election and was it fair. 65% believe that Joe Biden won. 35% believe that Donald Trump won. Uh, this, this compares similarly to questions we asked after 2016. Generally, about 40 to 45% maintained after 2016 that Hillary won. So this is actually more people uh, saying that the winning candidate won than we had in the last election, but there's still 35% out there 
who believe as as they believe Donald Trump believes that he won. Do you think it was fair? 66% believes it was a fair election. 62% uh, believe that the mail ballots were fair. 38% unfair. That's a significant pushback on the fairness of the mail-in ballots. And in terms of confidence for the U.S. electoral system to properly count your vote, 64% are confident, only 40% of Republicans, 90% of Democrats, 64% of independents. So you do see significant uh, parts of the independents and particularly the Republican Party not confident in the U.S. electoral system. Do you think there was significant fraud in the county of the mail ballots or no significant fraud in the county of the mail ballots? 42% significant fraud, 58% no significant fraud. I think the real question here is, uh, uh, that we also asked is, what kind of system do you really want to have? So a system where the federal government sets the rules and manages elections in all 50 states, or a system where each state sets its own rules and manages its own election. Effectively, we have more of the second than the first, but 65%, including 59% of the Biden voters and 76% of the Trump voters, think that really the federal government should set uniform rules in terms of these elections. Let's move on to the priorities that the voters have for this next administration. Well, as you remember, the first and second most important issues were the virus and the economy. So it is not surprising that when I ask which issue do you want the Biden administration to tackle first, that 42% say getting the vaccination done and 22% say let's have a stimulus package. Those are the one and two priorities. So I think right now the Biden administration, Biden team is moving to try to be responsive to America's top priorities. And then a lot of talk has been, will Joe Biden unify the country? What does it take to unify the country? Obviously not words and slogans alone. When we ask the voters, Joe Biden says he wants uni national unity, which would be the best thing he could do to achieve such unity? Number one, reach out to Republicans and work out differences. Number two, moderate his positions to find common ground on issues like infrastructure and taxes. So those were really the two top choices. And the question is, will the administration do that? Typically, the last few administrations have had a Republican cabinet member. Doesn't seem like that's that's happening here. Don't know that there's been a real reach out to Republicans to work out differences, but the administration hasn't even taken office yet. So we'll have an important opportunity in his uh, inaugural address to try to heal the country and then in the legislative actions immediately thereafter. Uh, in terms of the cabinet appointments, people have not heard a lot. Most people haven't been following them. They, they don't really have any problem with them. It's not an issue. 57% are confident that they'll be able to handle the job. 62% are confident in the economic team. These account, these uh, appointments are a little bit more liberal, perhaps, than they expected, 40%. 23% say they're more conservative than expected, so that's obviously 
uh, some liberals saying that these are too moderate in choice, and 37% say that they're more moderate than expected. Those those voters were probably expecting to see uh, cabinet secretaries farther to to the left than they did. So, so I, I think that um, you see that there's no real controversy about this right now. We'll see when we actually get to the uh, appointment hearings whether or not controversies uh, emerge or not. Now let's turn to the Capitol riots. Well, obviously there's been an impeachment and we asked the voters a question that we, we asked for several years during the Russia investigation for his actions should President Donald Trump be impeached and removed from office, censured by Congress but not removed, or should no action be taken towards the president? 49% say impeached and removed, 20% say censure, 31% say no action. Uh, this is a higher percentage for impeachment than we had during the uh, or during the Trump-Russia collusion uh, crisis. And uh, it is not over a majority, but it is incredibly close. Uh, should he be impeached, included 22% of Republicans, 78% of Democrats, 44% of independents. Uh, have people been playing closely to the news about the Capitol riots? Uh, yes, 85% very closely. And do they blame the protesters or Trump? Very much divided in that, uh, almost 50-50. And then another 29% uh, protesters, 31 Trump, and 30% equally. So it's very... It's evenly divided between who they, they actually blame between Trump and the protesters. We we asked a lot of questions, uh, you know, to try to get an understanding of public attitudes underneath um, underneath the riots. And we said, please indicate the extent to which you believe in each of the following. And uh, the number one statement of really 10 or 15 statements we asked was Donald Trump does not accept the fact that he lost the election. And that is about 80% who, who say that. Uh, extremists went to Washington, D.C. with the attention of violent insurrection. Uh, over 80% also say that. And the U.S. Capitol police were unprepared. Well, really, another 80 81% say that. A large number of Americans are angry and happy about the re results of the election. Again, about 80% also agreeing with that. So, so people see there's a lot of anger. The police were unprepared. Trump doesn't accept that he lost the election. And extremists went, went to Washington. I think they they see kind of a brew, a, a, you know, a toxic brew here uh, that that has to be dealt with and has to be. Manage. Do you think the perpetrators of the violence will be found and prosecuted? 65% expect they will. Do you think the perpetrators of violence in America's cities over the summer are being looked for and prosecuted? 48% uh, say yes, 52% say no. So the public does see something of a double standard in terms of who's pursued and who's not. We know that the public wants rioters from the summer pursued equally as they want. Uh, perpetrators of the Capitol Hill riots also prosecuted. Now, this, I think, is perhaps the single most important question in the poll because it's, it says something unexpected, something that I think we all have to watch out for. Do you think the Capitol riots are being used as an excuse to silence political voices on the right or 
Is the reaction to them a legitimate response to the violence? 59% say it's being used as an excuse to silence voices on the right. 41% call it a legitimate response. That includes 70, and if you look at it, those who believed it was an excuse, 75% of the GOP, 47% of Democrats, 56% of independents. This is a major issue that the voters agree with the condemnation of President Trump, but do see something here where it's being used as an excuse to essentially clamp down on freedom of speech. Do you believe Congress should or should not expel members who questioned and voted against certifying the 2020 election? Here the public was divided pretty much along uh, party lines. Um, independents say no, but 37% of, of Republicans say yes. Do you support or oppose bipartisan congressional commission to investigate potential irregularities in the 2020 election? Now, remember, this is, was a Ted Cruz idea and that you might have thought was associated more with kind of fringe thinking, but it's not. 68% support forming such a commission, 32% oppose. That includes a majority of the Republicans, 79%, a majority of the Democrats, 59%, and a majority of the independents, 65%. So there is actually a national consensus for a bipartisan commission to investigate uh, what, what happened here and how our electoral system is working. Is there an effort to, is the effort to impeach Donald Trump legitimate or playing politics? Legitimate 51, playing politics 49, again, usual partisan party split. Should Congress spend time impeaching Donald Trump or focus on the COVID crisis and the economy? Well, that's a no-brainer, 58% focus on the COVID crisis and the economy. Uh, that included majorities of the GOP and independents, but not Democrats who want to see Donald Trump impeached and convicted and removed from office. Do you think the new push impeaching Donald Trump uh, risks derailing the agenda of the Biden administration? 48% uh, say yes. Should Congress spend time impeaching Trump after he's left office? 48% say yes. 52% say no. 55% uh, however would support a trial uh, during the first 100 days of the Biden administration compared to 51% who would support it later. So the public is very ambivalent about the impeachment. All of these numbers are very close to a majority. It shows that a, an impeachment and proceeding with the trial would be a highly divisive event given, given these numbers. But one thing that 57% of the public agreed with is barring Donald Trump from running for future elected office. That included 28% of the GOP, 87% of Democrats, and 55% of independents. Uh, another huge element in all of this has been the uh, influence of tech companies. And so we asked our voters in the poll, do the social media platforms like Twitter and Facebook have too much influence? Well, that was 65%. Too little? 26% or about the right amount, I'm sorry, too little, nine, or about the right amount, 26%. So overwhelmingly, people see the media platforms 
as as having too much power. And then we asked them, what about their power in politics, in politics and freedom of speech? Well, in freedom of speech, 59% say they have too much power. So there's there's unanimity. It's almost a majority across GOP, Democrats, independents across all these questions on influence in politics. They all agree too much of an influence by the tech companies on free speech. Uh, GOP 69, independents 62, Democrats 48 to 13, widespread agreement. Do you believe the internet and social media platforms should be policing actions and statements of their users according to their own set of rules, or do we need to have legislation in place that determines how, when, where, and what these companies do? 55% say we're going to need legislation. Uh, not surprising. I thought it might be even even a little bit higher because, in general, though they they do believe in letting the companies make their own decisions. However, it does appear now that the companies have crossed the line where most would believe that we need some legislation. Are the companies right now exercising good judgment or playing partisan politics? Split down right down the middle, fifty one forty nine. When we ask them, are they biased? in favor or against one party or another, generally most people said that they are biased in favor of the Democrats and biased against the Republicans. So there's a clear perception of political bias on these tech platforms. Um, and again, are they abusing their powers or appropriate split right down the middle because we're a country that is split right down the middle. We asked them some interesting questions on whether or not we thought that the social media companies had been right or wrong to take certain certain actions. And 55% back them in, in blocking Trump, in blocking Trump's campaign, uh, in blocking the president's ability to communicate over official White House channels. They actually surprisingly, I think, agreed at least by an eight, nine, or 10 point margin here uh, that, uh, you know, even shutting down Parler. But, they disagreed and thought it was wrong for them to limit the distribution of tweets by Republican senators. 55, 45, that was wrong. And interestingly, now that they're looking back on the Hunter Biden situation, which at the time 45% thought was Russian disinformation, and so they thought the uh, cloaking of the information was legitimate, today that's not the case. 59% say the tech companies were wrong to restrict information about the Hunter Biden laptop. Uh, there is worry that Trump will incite further violence. About 60% believe that, even after his term, that he could do that. And I think that's why you see these relatively stern findings that would even have Donald Trump being barred from running from office again, because there's concern about whether or not he is going to stoke the flames not just of division, but of, but of violence. Let's take a look at people's attitudes towards the, uh, towards the virus. Do they think the vaccine is being distributed faster, slower, or as expected? A plurality, 44%, say slower. Again, there are news stories all over the place saying that, so I'm surprised that's not even higher. Do you plan to make take the vaccine when it's available to you? 63% yes, 33% no. 
there's still a third of the country unwilling to take the vaccine. Now, that was 40% in the previous poll, so we are seeing a drop. But in order to get everybody vaccinated, we really need to get that below 10%, and we'll see whether or not that's going to happen. Now that a vaccine has been announced, how long do you think it will be before the U.S. is through the pandemic? Most people think it will take another six months. Very few people think that we'll be over in three months. <clears throat> we asked them about whether or not they were expecting or wanting to, uh, in the next couple of months, eat in a restaurant, stay in a hotel, fly, travel by plane, attend a sporting event, attend a concert. Most people are expecting in the next few months to eat in a restaurant and stay in a hotel. They are much more reticent about flying by plane even more so about attending a sporting event or a group or a concert, meaning that there's significant problems for such group events. Do you think your state should return to a lockdown and sheltering in place, or should it try to manage the virus while staying open? This is maybe the second most important question in the poll. 38% say should return to lockdown. 62% say try to manage while staying open. So they don't want wholesale lockdowns. However, 75% will agree with a national mandate making it mandatory to wear masks in public to fight the pandemic. An easy win there. For the Biden administration, if they go down that route, are you going to work or school? 61% going to work or school. 39% staying home. Um, majority now believes that kids should be back in school. That is, it, previous to that, we did not have a majority, so this is a shift in public opinion. So at the end of the day, uh, when it comes to the virus, people are by and large still somewhat worried about the vaccine with a third, not, not kind of jumping into it think that it's going a little slowly, think that it's going to make more time, but want to keep the economy open, the schools open, and continue to move to a more open economy. Thank you again. Hope you'll tune in at harvardharrispolls.com and get, a, uh, get a, a, a notification so that you'll know when the next monthly poll uh, is coming out.